Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. So, Michelle. So. This is the hundred and first time that I've made you sit down with me in front of a microphone, which as as far as we can tell at this juncture is on. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it is. And um, last week we did the live, the live 100th episode special, which was actually pretty fun. Mm-hmm. It almost made me want to just live stream with you, except that would require us to keep some kind of an actual consistent schedule for <laughs> sitting down to do this. Yeah. And I'm really bad about that. Yeah. I mean, I could do it, but then people will be mean to us live. <laughs> they were only a little mean. Yeah. <laughs> they also gave us a little bit of money. I mean, a very little bit of money. $4.20. Nice. What and about the and 69 cents? cents. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so I uh, it's October now. And mm-hmm. when we were doing because that show was right before October started when we recorded it. Uh, but it's October now. Spooky season. And I just got back from Cinema Wasteland, the movie memorabilia expo in Cleveland, Ohio. The first Cinema Wasteland in two years for some reason. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and that thing that's going around. Yeah. And uh, it was fun. I had a really good time. Uh, saw a lot of old friends, things like that. Uh, it was nice. I even got uh, my friend Carolyn wanted to uh, send some love to this show. Uh, when she saw me, she she mentioned some positive things about the show. Oh. So thank you, Carolyn. Um, and I was just thinking, so I got back and obviously I needed to rest, recover from the show, from from all of that. And I decided to kick back and t- uh, try my hand at binge watching some things, which I don't do a lot. And frankly, I think I need to do more. <laughs> that's that's where I'm at in life. I'm like, why don't I binge watch more? You know, <laughs> um, so I thought we'd talk a little bit because we were right before we started. We were talking about things we like that are kind of spooky and fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched Midnight Mass on Netflix which is uh, created by Mike Flanagan, who not only did the movie Hush and Gerald's Game and Dr. Sleep, but then also was at the helm of the Haunting of Hill House series, which was excellent. And the Haunting of Bly Manor, which I also liked. I think it was actually pretty excellent. That one one about halfway through, I really got into. Um, although Haunting of Hill House took like four episodes for me to be like, oh, my God, I'm so addicted to this. It's like crack cocaine now. I know you didn't like Haunting of Hill House because you didn't finish it. I yeah, but it was like all the episodes were so long, and I yeah. didn't really like them. Yeah, so like not not gonna finish it. I I've, I've learned over the years that I don't have to finish a show if I don't like it. Even when a friend tells you, "Trust me, it's good," you're like, "Well, I don't trust you." That's your response. No. Yes. No. <laughs> I mean, it depends. Sorry, but no, no, yeah. you're fine. Um, but uh, I will say with Haunting of Hill House, my biggest complaint was that for the first maybe three or four episodes, I really couldn't tell the people apart, Mm -hmm. but that's on purpose because they're all supposed to be related to each other. So they all have the same colored hair and, and, and relatively similar. uh, I'm serious. They do though. That's on purpose. No, I, 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 I understand that, but like, 
they they do know people who are related to each other don't all look the same. I th- right? I'm, what, what I'm trying to say is that well, you say that when you like look exactly like your siblings. I know, <laughs> but most people. T- <laughs> you really, it's weird. You all look like like very similar to each other. I know, I know. So I don't think first a number one, you don't have any room to talk. Okay. <laughs> B number two, no. But uh, I think it was a stylistic choice to make mm-hmm. it make it feel more like that. But by the like I said, by the third or fourth episode, I could very well tell them all apart and recognize them to their child counterparts because it would constantly go back and forth from them mm-hmm. being children and them being adults. I thought that that was really cool, but I did, you did have to, you did have to commit in order for it to really reward you. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is you should have been brave. You weren't Mm -hmm. brave. You let everyone down. Um, But I really do think you would like it if you watched it all. But that being said, so Haunting of Bly Manor came out last year. It was pretty awesome. And this year we have Midnight Mass and I can't. I can't say anything about what it's about because it'll ruin it. Cause the best part about midnight mass is not knowing what it's about. So that you mm-hmm. find out as you watch, but it is a great, like little seaside community terror story about a little community who's being perverted by something. Mm-hmm. And the best part about the show is if you don't, if you just take it at face value, it seems like it's a very like anti-religion message. But if you take it completely at face value, it's actually a very positive religious message in its way. I actually, when it was over, I actually said to myself out loud, like this was a very Christian show. Like, but of course, you know, the best of Christianity were the, were the heroes of the, Mm -hmm. of the series. So, you Mm -hmm. know, people who believed nice things and kind things and not necessarily all of the very angry scriptures that that are in there, which are constantly quoted throughout the show, which is why I said like a lot of people might think it's just outwardly anti-Christian. Yeah. But in reality, maybe not. And I Mm -hmm. I would tell you more, but you'll never watch it because you don't take our friendship seriously. I'll I'll watch it. Do you want us? We can watch it on two seven. I'll watch the whole thing. It's only seven hours. Seven and a half hours total. That's total, not per episode. That'd be awesome. Seven hours per episode. It's only six episodes of seven hours a piece. I can't. I mean, at that point, you would just want to break it up into smaller episodes. Because, yeah. Well, yeah. But yeah. I, I kind of would like the commitment. It's like, no, you have to watch the full seven and a half hour episode because mm-hmm. it's like there's no place to pause. It's just that fast. We've disabled pause. <laughs> we've disabled pause and we've disabled resume and we've disabled fast forward. There's only <laughs> rewind. Yes. <laughs> and if you rewind, then you can't fast forward again. So yeah, yeah. don't so do that. So you better really have missed something yeah. that you care about. Uh, but no, I, I really enjoyed the show. Uh, I think that Haunting of Hill House being 10 episodes was a massive, massive commitment. Mm-hmm. And that was challenging for me as a uh, short attention span butt nugget that I am. But although, you know, I, that's an argument. You hear you people say that all the time. You know, that kids, kids today, people today have short attention spans. Mm-hmm. I don't get that. Do you? No, I, I um, no. See, I think it's actually the opposite. I think that people are more interested in really long movies and especially really long continuous series Mm -hmm. because most of the most popular television shows out there, you can't just start on episode four and understand it all. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you you may be able to start at episode four and then you'll go back someday and watch those episodes you missed and go, oh, but you're not going to get the whole experience. But for the longest time, that's the way television was. It was mm-hmm. like, we got to play it safe. We got to make sure that by that every episode could be enjoyed somewhat out of order with a very small amount of arc, if any. Right. But now, because somebody said that, like, you know, uh, people have no attention span. I was like, really? Because all the top grossing movies are so long. My bladder is ready to die. Like these Marvel movies are knocking on three hours. This new James Bond movie is almost three hours long. Why? Why? I don't know. I don't like James Bond, so <laughs> My, well, I, I really silly. don't know. That's silly. I mean, all he does is like very questionable consent stuff and 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 more. But uh and he has a license <laughs> to kill. Um but uh I'm going to be seeing the new James Bond movie next week because my buddy, Matt, he's just a nutcase and he keeps buying private screenings and just inviting me and my friends Mm -hmm. and not letting us pay for anything. Mm -hmm. Very sweet thing of him to do. Also the new Halloween comes out next weekend. Oh, which I was, I, I, I know you probably don't want to go to the movie theater, but I really want you to see it. I want to see it too, but I also really don't want to go to the movie theater. (sighs) Then I'll pay for you to get Peacock for one week so you can watch it. Ugh. It's on Peacock. Anyway, I don't want to talk about that. I want to, well, or you can go to the goddamn movie theater. No. <laughs> but, um, but no. So I remember though, sitting with Matt and, and as much as, cause he'll, he gets me to see movies. I may not have necessarily went to see nothing against movies. I don't want to see. It's just that, uh, I'm not willing, like I have so much time, only mm-hmm. so much time in mm-hmm. a week. So like yesterday I went and saw Venom, uh, let there be carnage, the new Venom movie. It's fun. I would not have seen it if Matt hadn't been like, I bought, I bought us a private theater rental for Venom. I was like, okay, I'll go see it. Mm-hmm. So, but it was fine. So he, he's, he's booked us at uh, James Bond. And, uh, and uh, I turned to him the other day, uh, yesterday when we were at the theater, I said, Hey, what's the name of that James Bond movie? And he was like, Oh, it's no time to die. And I was like, I feel like there's plenty of time to die. It's like three hours long. Cause everyone's <laughs> talking about how long it is. <laughs> I was like, I feel like there's plenty of time to die. Um, there's the, there's the title of the episode. <laughs> There's plenty <laughs> of time to die. <laughs> but uh, let's take that out of context. Yeah. Um, so, but because you really liked, uh, you haven't seen all of the Halloween movies, but I've shown you a good chunk of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think I've shown you up to like four or five. I think so too. Yeah. So you've seen up to four or five. And then I showed you, I took you to the theater when I was visiting you and mm-hmm. we went and saw, which was one of the best theatrical experiences I've ever had. Yeah. You had a good time. Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> I was telling someone this story just the other day um, about, uh, so when I really, you know, back in the before times when you and I would hang out a lot because I would travel a lot or you would travel a lot. Uh, like I took you to see it when you were in Dayton, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was um, that was good. Yeah, and we saw Gone Girl together when you were in mm-hmm. Dayton. Because it was like right before, you know, since we had just enough time, I'd be like, yeah, let's make sure to go to a movie. And it was usually a movie I'd already seen that I really liked that I really wanted you to see. Mm-hmm. So same thing happens, but this time I'm visiting you and I'm like, oh, come on, let's go see Halloween again. Because it was in October. Mm-hmm. And so we go to see Halloween and where is that theater? I mean, like, you don't have to say the specifics, but where is that theater in, lo- in re- relation to Philadelphia and such? Um, okay, so I think... I think i mean i'll give you town i'm not gonna it's a say. little amc theater yeah was it did we go to the king of prussia one or did we go to the one near me we, we went, went to the one, the one near, near you me. so it's actually it's it's about like 
It's actually not that close to Philly. It's like maybe like 25 minutes from the border of Philadelphia. Um, but it's in it's in what county? It's in Delaware County, you know, near that Walmart. Yeah, yeah, and right near the Walmart. Because yeah. I went to that theater by myself a couple of times while you were working. Mm-hmm. And but the best thing, I don't know why then, I mean, why the theater is the way it is, but it is very much like half. I, I hate being one of those pieces of shit who says urban. It's half like black people, but yeah. then, but then also there were like a bunch of college kids and like like high school age kids. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, Delaware County is not. Is, is it? I mean, it's a a suburban county, but it's it's got a lot of like um, working class areas yeah. um, that are, I guess, as you said, urban. Ish. I mean, urban um, is the polite way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, black people, mostly, mostly, not entirely. Well, it's like where I am, uh, if you go to the movie movie theater, because I live in the suburbs, if you go to a movie theater and there's a urban, I hate using, I hate it, I hate it, urban, you know, a lot a lot of urban people, mm-hmm. the, the saying is always because the bus runs there. Uh, you know, that's the, the thing around here. What? To be fair, there probably is a bus that runs there, oh, but... Sure. There just aren't that many movie theaters around here. There's You're not like wrong. one in Upper Darby, but like it doesn't I think it's pretty small. Yeah. So like anybody who's coming from Delco is probably going to that theater or they're going to King of Prussia or something. Yeah. King so. of Prussia has a really nice theater. Mm-hmm. So yeah. but my point is so what happens what my favorite movie theater experience is, is when you have a nice diverse mix of mm-hmm. like people from urban areas and people from suburban areas. See, now I can use that because now I am literally meaning yeah. urban and suburban yeah. as opposed mm-hmm. to, I hate, I just hate when people say urban when they mean like black people. It's mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, just like, mm. so anyway, but so <laughs> we're watching the movie. You should tell it. I should make you tell no, it. No, you, you should tell you it. You should tell no, it. No, please. I think you want to tell it. I think you're like excited <laughs> about but it. I tell it all the time. You tell That's it. That's okay. You, you tell it. Cause I don't remember. No, I yeah, I, no, I don't have like good specifics okay, that I can, okay. you know. Well, so we're we're at the movie theater. It's packed, almost full. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's you know a lot of um of uh, people from the the city, black people and and the like. And then there's also like some kids who look like they're either in high school or really early college, because mm-hmm. you and I are getting so old now that everyone looks like children. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but so. I love theaters like that because I, I know that I'm crazy. I talk to so many friends who are like fuddy duddies. They're like, I hate when I'm at the theater and like people talk. I'm like, I don't know. It depends on what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like, you know, and if they're talking really loudly, if they're just kind of muttering to themselves or if they say something like really funny. Mm-hmm. Well, so this black lady was, was talking to her friend and, and the best part is she wasn't saying anything negative about the movie or anything. She was just like sharing with her the moments she liked in the movie, which I find mm-hmm. charming. I can't help it. I mean, I know it, it would get, it would have been annoying if she was really loud, which she was not. Mm-hmm. She was a little loud though. <laughs> loud enough for people further away from her than us to complain. And that's mm-hmm. where we're going with this story. So, so, <laughs> so she, She's especially, I don't know how many, you know, for the people who have not seen Halloween 2008, uh, 2018, there is a little boy, a little uh, black child who is hilarious. He is a major comic relief because he's the boy being babysat in the movie. And he, every line out of his mouth is a zinger. It's really, really funny. And the whole audience is laughing. And this lady is laughing and then like turning to her friend and going, oh my, I just love him. You know, like she's just 
eating it up as she should. Cause that kid is one of the highlights of that movie. And finally, after she's like talking about this kid and talking about this kid, some little white little fucking, uh, maybe call, I think he was college aged. Uh, maybe. but like, you know, young kid turns around and goes, shh. And she, and she just goes, Oh, shush yourself. You little bitch. And I was the greatest it was the greatest day of my life. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> Shut yourself, you little bitch. I just, it was great. It was great. And everyone laughed, mm-hmm. but especially I laughed for basically forever. And I'm sure you probably laughed mostly at me laughing at it because I couldn't stop laughing. Uh, so my point is I really like seeing movies around where you live. Mm-hmm. Um, although the theater I like to go to, cause there are two theaters So the two theaters near me, the two multiplexes near me, one is 3.4 miles away and one is 3.5 miles away, but they're in opposite directions. Mm -hmm. I go to the 3.4, but many of my friends prefer the 3.5 and I'm not trying to dig at my friends because it's not that they're racist, but I'm going to give a racist reason for why. (laughs) No, but, but, uh, the bus the bus runs to the theater. I like to go to mm-hmm. the bus does not run to the other theater that, that they all like to go to shockingly enough. Not my buddy, Dave, my buddy, Dave likes going to the theater. I like going to for once, Dave, I know you're listening for once, Dave, you were not the racist in this story. So <laughs> poor Dave, he's just sitting there on his Monday trying to get through a long day. He's like, I'm going to relax with a podcast that insults me directly. So no, but that was one of the best movie theater experiences ever. Um, Yeah, it was was fun. And I I think you need to see Halloween Kills. We're going to make that happen for you. I think you can just get a, I think you just get a seven day trial to watch it. So anyway, so we just talked a whole bunch about nothing, which, uh, you know, it's 101 episodes in. So I feel like that's par. So Michelle, you were telling me you've been listening to some spooky stuff. I guess. I love the moment we record. Before this, you were like a salesperson for that podcast. Yeah, I know. And now, um, all of a sudden, you're like, I don't know. I don't even uh, have ears. Like, yeah, what are you talking uh, about? Well, what was the name of the show you were telling me about? I was telling you about uh, Within the Wires. Within the Wires. Which isn't always a spooky podcast, probably. Um, I guess. I haven't. I haven't. I've only heard the first season, and they're, they're not. They're all a uh, different story every season, so I yeah. don't have to go in order. And I know the new season is about to come out and it's going to be a ghost story. So that's going to be fun. I would assume that they're probably, they probably just, and correct me if I'm wrong. They probably just, cause I've not had a chance to listen to these yet. Mm -hmm. They probably just, um, are in the realm of like, not necessarily horror, but like thriller suspense mystery. Yeah. I, I, I mean the, the first one is the first one, the first one definitely is. So I would, I would assume that's kind of what those writers seem to write. Those so, writers. You those mean those writers. black writers? No, <laughs> no, but I mean, you, no, you were talking about there. There are a lot of the people from welcome to night Vale. Yeah. It's one on of it. the, it's like somebody. And then one of the guys from welcome to night Vale. but I don't remember. They have both have names to start with J. So I don't know which is which. I just know he's the one that has the cats. Like ah, he is cats. He is cats. Yes. He has cats. He okay. talks about them. <laughs> I, I do love welcome to night Vale, even though I have not been a like intensive listener. I am definitely a fan of welcome to night Vale. 
it's nice because it, I mean, it comes out bi-weekly, so it's nice to listen to bi-weekly. Uh, yeah. That's, that way it's not so much. Which bi-weekly? Because literally when you, oh, this is one of my pet peeves. When you search what the definition of bi-weekly is, it literally gives you two definitions. I know. I, I, I understand that. And when I say it, I go, I'm not sure if anyone's going to understand what I mean. Every other week. Thank you. See, when I hear bi-weekly, that is what I assume. Mm-hmm. But I searched bi-weekly, bi-monthly. I searched the definitions and it was like, it either means once every other uh, of the time or twice in that time. Yeah, I know. That's really not, that's not helpful. It's <laughs> like, not. It's bi-weekly. So is that every other week or twice a week? Mm-hmm. Why does, why is this our language? Like why, why couldn't, the, why couldn't the Germans have won just so we would speak a little bit more straightforward language? <laughs> I guess Not those could... Germans, the World War One Germans. Oh, okay. Get your mind out of the gutter. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so when does it drop? I think, it, I think on the 12th. I think that's what they said when I listened to Welcome to Night Vale and they said it because they said it the other time, too. And I was like, oh, but I didn't hear the date. And then I looked for it and I couldn't find it. And I thought maybe I was crazy. And I didn't say you that. You think that about like anything yeah. that you do. You're like, maybe I know. I'm crazy. Yeah. So I think it's the 12th. Okay. Maybe. So uh, and that was uh, Inside the Wires. Within the Wires. Within the Wires. Much creepier title. And it's what it is, is it's like a, like a found, Media. I guess found audio. Yeah. yeah um, kind of thing from, it's like, and they're all in like different time periods, but they're all from a, like a parallel universe, like the same parallel universe, basically. Okay. The kind of convolution you've come to expect from the writers of Welcome to Night Vale. Pr- pretty much. I mean yeah. that with love. I mean that with sincerity and love. Uh, that's not me picking on them at all. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just their game, and mm-hmm. they're good at it. Yeah, I would dare yeah. say great at it. Yeah. So, but um, I will say if you want to hear something, if you if you want to like if you're like oh it's not the twelfth yet, just start the first season and listen to that because that's really good. What kind of investment are we talking about in one season in time? I don't know. How many episodes was that? I think it was like eight or ten episodes, and they Hour were like 25 or, oh, minutes. Oh, 25. Nice. Okay. Yeah. See, that's um, manageable. Yeah. And they're all, like, it's it's done in, uh, I guess, cassette tapes, like relaxation, relaxation cassette tapes. Um, and I, I don't want to say any more than that because it would spoil everything. Yeah. Um, I so. love stuff like that where there's like a hidden thing in an innocuous medium. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, there are a couple of ARGs, alternate reality games on, uh, YouTube where there's one, I forget it's like channel something and it, it is a cable access channel, but the more you watch it, the weirder it gets. And the more you realize that it's from an alternate timeline mm-hmm. where things are very, very bad and have very bad things have happened. Mm-hmm. I love stuff like that. I think it's yeah. it's super fun, super interesting. Um, I've been toying with the idea. You know, we've Weekly Spooky recently celebrated its 100th episode as well. And this mm-hmm. is the time for Weekly Spooky. You know, right now, our listenership is eight times or ten times what it normally is, which mm-hmm. is actually it's like I think it's almost 11 times what it normally is, which is amazing. Wow. And yeah. I hope many of those people will stick around after Spooky season ends. But it's amazing to, you know, know that we're reaching such a broad audience, uh, such a big audience of people and we're entertaining them, hopefully. 
And, uh, but I keep thinking like, you know, I want to do a, a limited series. Like I want to do something like that. We're thinking next year, um, of experimenting with a four parter. Okay. That'd like, be so, really cool. Yeah. So one month will be one story. Yeah. And just see if people like that or not. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about people, but like I prefer long mm-hmm. length, which is why I tend to prefer TV shows to movies because it can be much longer and spread out and I can learn more. And stuff. then you can say it's too long for me to watch all of it. That's your immediate like <sighs> excuse. I'm, what? I'm uh, just using you against you as I always do. Uh, you're right. But I, I but, but, but? If you know that I also feel like it's always too long for me to watch a movie too. That's so true. maybe I just am a liar or maybe I really don't have any time at all. I mean, you. I did get you to watch all of Phantasm because I think that was just because you were enamored by it. Yeah. Also, like, you got to get really lucky with me time-wise because I'll just have months where I can't watch anything because I will literally fall asleep every time I try. And then all of a sudden I'll be like, I'm fine. And I'll just be able to watch things again. Yeah. When spooky season's over, I need to start working on you about Oz because you were like, you were like really close yeah. to the to where I think that show hits its uh, its its stride. So, but, uh, you know, but we'll, we'll talk about that in our next session, Michelle. Um, so I, I've been holding a pen this whole episode. Like I, 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 <laughs> I got a pen out to write down a note mm-hmm. and then I just kept holding the pen. And the more I talk with a pen in my hand, the more I feel like, like, this is like, I'm a doctor or something. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. <laughs> I feel like maybe this is what I've been missing all along when I podcast is just something to like, to fiddle with. Yeah, yeah. So. I feel better now. <laughs> we got pens. Hold up your pen. I want to see it. Yeah. It's this pen, and I'm playing with it. Uh, oh, I'm going to do the thing. Whoa, look, it's made out of rubber. Wow. Uh, okay. But uh, <laughs> but anyway. Mine doesn't look like rubber. No, it doesn't at all. You just don't know how to do it, man. No. Sorry. No, uh... <laughs> So I'm getting ready. I think that my next uh, big binge is going to be watching uh, American Horror Stories, the spinoff series where every episode is its own story. Okay. So with anthology TV, I love anthology television. I mm-hmm. really do. I, li- I mean, I like long form stuff too, but I love when something is like a 40 minute contained thing. I That's something I enjoy a lot. I like getting something brand new. That that's tinged the same, you know, it's curated, but it's, it's that like, I've been watching the brand new creep show show season three of creep show is airing every Thursday on uh, shutter. Mm-hmm. And I've been watching it. Creep show does it in an interesting way. They have an hour long ish, like 40 minute to an hour long show. And there's two stories per episode. Interesting way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting way to do it. But anyway, uh, I feel <laughs> See the pen. It makes me feel like I'm much more authoritative. So, but, uh, I have also been watching on Hulu, um, only murders in the building, which is a TV series with Martin short, um, uh, Steve Martin and Selena Gomez. Have you heard about it? No, you were telling me about it. Yeah. I think that the last episode just dropped and I'll be watching that tonight while I eat dinner. Um, but it's about these three people who are relatively random living in this very expensive Manhattan apartment. And there is a mysterious death ruled a suicide, but they're positive. It's not. And they're all, the best part is it's, it's, they're all true crime podcast fanatics. Mm -hmm. So 
they decide to make their own true crime podcast. And it's really funny because the guy who's like at the helm of it, he's a theater director who's like washed up. And then the other guy it used to be on a TV show playing a detective, like a famous TV show, but now he's <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then Selena Gomez is kind of the one who just kind of okay. Boomers them the whole way through. Mm-hmm. There are really funny moments like where they fail to cr- like, he sends a message, but one word's wrong. And then he keeps sending the wrong word over and over. Um, and, and uh, the other one is she, she's like, Hey guys, so I found this and this. Oh, and by the way, please stop signing your text messages. I know it's you. <laughs> I, love I was like, man, that is too good. Cause Steve Martin and Martin short, they're like in their seventies now they're they're mm-hmm. I believe Martin short is 70. Wow. Uh, there's a great part where he's talking to one of the people that helped finance one of his stage plays. And he's like, but you remember back then I was young and full of, you know, this and this, and the guy's like, you were 59. <laughs> he's like younger than I am now. <laughs> you were almost 60. It was really funny. Um, so I've liked that show quite a bit. And they really like tap into the kind of like a little bit of a, like a wink and a nod to the people who like those true crime podcasts. Mm -hmm. There's also like, you know, the whole thing where it's just like so many people are into them. Cause the the thing that made me know I was going to love the show was that none of these people liked each other. They're all just kind of very New York about, you know, their neighbors and stuff. But then the fire alarm gets pulled and uh, before the the suicide is revealed, the the crime, whatever you want to call it, is revealed, they, the fire alarm is pulled. So they're all stuck sitting at the bar next door to their uh, apartment building waiting to find out what's going to happen. And there aren't enough tables or anything. So Martin Short ends up walking up to Steve Martin and Steve Martin's character just hates him. And Martin Short's like, um, I know this is going to sound weird, but uh, could I just sit here? You don't have to talk to me. I just need this podcast I listened to just dropped its newest episode and he goes, Oh my God, what's in the dog's mouth? And he's like, I know. And then they're just like sitting at the table, drinking and eating dinner and talking about the podcast. And I was like, man, that just made me happy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love when stuff like that happens. So, and they even had Tina Fey play the, uh, the woman who has like the really world renowned podcast. And she like fit that, she fits that perfectly. Mm -hmm. So, Good show, a little bit on the spooky side because it is about investigating a murder. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <clears throat> I love how they they constantly have him like them recording like voiceovers and then talking about how it, it's not good. Or uh, what was it? Uh, the, you know, you know how like you know because you listen to true crime some like they have like these things that they always do like using like accordion music and stuff. Like a lot of them do stuff like that, right? Hmm. Honestly, I haven't listened to any true crime podcasts in like a long time because I don't. I've just noticed they'll play like kind of offbeat, like, uh, you, you know, accordion music or whatever it's Mm -hmm. called. Um, and at one point when, uh, Steve Martin's doing his dialogue, he's like, he's talking and there's that music under it. And then when it cuts to it, he's literally playing it at the (laughs) side. Like, and he's like, it's not scary. And he's like, it's a haunting instrument. And it has been since its inception. That's a good show. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so now I've got, I've got to find some more spookies to get into. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's like my goal right now. That's why I'm excited you mentioned that podcast. I'll probably check that out. Cool. And uh, and see what it's like. So, uh, but before we get out of here, Michelle, hmm. your business is uh, is kind of up and running, isn't it? Um, only if by up and running you mean it totally exists, but I'm not telling anybody about it. <laughs> <laughs> you now have a radon company, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I I found someone who's willing to do radon inspections for me. All I have to do is email them and be like, I have a radon. I need a radon inspection done. And then they'll be like, okay, that's $150. And I'm like, yay. Don't give so. away your prices. Oh, that's 
That's their price. <laughs> well, but I mean, the price you're paying. Oh, that's okay. I'm. That's fine. I'm gonna. Um, yeah. So. Well, congratulations! You're one step closer. Yeah, but I mean, they're just they're just a, they just work in in PA, so I don't have anybody for New Jersey. Not that I'm licensed in New Jersey yet. So you submitted the stuff. It will it will come to pass. Uh, oh, I got an email. So they no, I know they got them them, but the, the email was like, hey, you didn't um send us your uh like the document that shows that you passed the exam. Can you can you co- can you send it to us? So I did. But I just want everyone to understand. And I said, oh, I'm really sorry and all that stuff. There's nowhere that tells me that I need to send it. <laughs> like, like it asks you if you pass the exam and it asks you when. So I thought, like, maybe they had, like, a link up with these people. Like, they didn't say, oh, please include a copy of the paperwork. They also didn't tell me I needed, a, like, to, to, like, give them the proof of um, my insurance. Like, like you know, like, it, they asked, like, all these questions, like, Oh, like what insurance do you have, and like who's your um, agent, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, but like, it, th- but that's it. So I was like, I bet I probably should put in proof of insurance. But like, so I did. But like, like you gotta put like write this somewhere, and it, on the form <laughs> it doesn't even say where you're supposed to send it. I just had to guess. So <laughs> that's why I've been so worried about this. I was yeah. like, I don't know if I sent it to the right place. So they got it. I sent them the form that they need. So soon, Michelle, you will, like many of us have always dreamed, be a licensed home inspector in the state of New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Without any radon company to help me. Oh, I'm sure you'll find a radon company. I mean, there's a time in every young woman's life where they feel like they'll never find a radon company. Yeah. But then they do because life happens, you know, while you're making other plans. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, who needs to know radon is in their house anyway? It's fine. Just assume that it's in your house and live with it. I mean, it causes cancer, but, you know. Yeah, so does just, like, being alive. Uh, yeah, and smoking and stuff. Yeah. And people do that, so it's why true. not just have radon in your house? But not Raiden from Mortal Kombat. That would be dangerous. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know why he would be in your house, but... You know. Well, he can transport because he's got the lightning powers. Oh. Do you yeah. think he's... Does he stay in your house? Then? Or does he just come by and say hi to you or something? I'd have to Google it. Oh, okay. Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time. <laughs>